my mold Ready to transform you in the I hate a storm Hell Mary's I make it poor Good I ain't lying You little giants We been defying Rice What's the cost? Speed of balls Breaking down the walls We all lean Once the coin guitars Got the plan of action Never acting No need to scramble To get traction We make it happen From three fours to four three The founder of Slapdick Podcast Slapdick uh, Whiskey Slapdick Cigars And the author of uh, Hate Me Now Love Me Later Ladies and gentlemen Coach Jason Brown Straight No chaser Real raw and uncut Coach Every time you come on I laugh I learn something And then I fear That somebody's gonna be Incredibly pissed off with what you said. All around hustlers. Make no mistake about it. I've done this for a long time. Try to eliminate this soft society we have. There's legend roaming around. Hey, me now, love me later, like my book says. This was presented by Slapdick Whiskey. Hey, Hell yeah, hey Slapdick yeah. Whiskey's good. So are the Stogies. Some real thought, real good flavor on these things, and the burn is excellent. Beautiful burn. Okay. Be true to yourself and see if, if if some shit changes for the for the worse or for the better. They asked me to do a podcast. They said let's call it the Slapdick Podcast. What up, what up, what up? Real Coach JB here on this Fearless Friday Slapdick Podcast. One and only here on this fine Friday, the 25th of February. Um Shout out to everybody coming in on YouTube, everybody out there listening on Spotify, iTunes, and Apple, anywhere else you can listen to the Slapdick Podcast. Uh, shout out to you guys, and uh, make sure you become a member of my YouTube. Be sure to follow me on Instagram, Real Coach JB. Uh, That's a new Instagram profile because the other one was fucking deleted a couple months back. So just want to give you a heads up. Um, Merch is up and running. The apparel is up and running. It is in full swing. You guys can go order. Um, fucking shit. Anyway, uh, real coach or coachjbstore.com. Check it out. You got the hoodies, the grown man hoodies. You can get a poster, a book, and then you got the short sleeve hoodies are up and running. Also, we'll have some snapbacks. We'll have some other shit getting up here real shortly. So, but for for right now, the hoodies are up and running. You can get a hoodie. Um, you can get the whiskey right there, and it's a one stop shop. CoachJBStore.com. Go get you whatever you need: book, poster, hoodie, short sleeve hoodie, whiskey, slapstick whiskey. Fucking legit. Go check it out. Um, appreciate everybody. Stopping by on this fearless Friday. Um, we're going to just shoot the shit, man. Be fearless. You know, the show is brought to you by betonline.ag. It's fearless Friday, so I already, I just had to go pour me a little sip. A little slap dick. What up, what up, everybody? YouTube. Make sure you hit the like button. Subscribe. Become a member. The hats will be up and running by, shit, probably tonight or Monday. They're, they're ready to go. We just haven't put them on the site yet. Same with my visors. Um, also, uh, the female stuff, the apparel for the females. So, we'll get it in. Um, I did send off a few things to a few folks um, that either won or something was late. So I appreciate everybody holding tight. Um, 
but everything was sent off. So appreciate everybody. Slapdick Podcast brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Go check it out. BetOnline.ag. Visit it. Use the promo code Believe B L E A V. Tell them the Slapdick sent you. March Madness is fastly approaching. Along with the NBA playoffs and the playing games, you can uh, betonline.ag has all the games, bets, and odds. Go check it out. Plus the Vegas casinos. Never shot, never stops, never shuts down. Promo code believe, B-L-E-A-V. Go check it out and tell them that JB sent you. Um, Make sure you become a member, man. We got 180-something members. I want to get to 200 hopefully by the weekend. We can get to 200 members by the weekend and try to do 100 a week. That's my goal, trying to do 100 members a week. We got about 11,000, 12,000 subscribers. We got to get at least five, ten thousand 10,000 members by end of the year, I would think. We can get it cracking. Um, hopefully the show continues to grow. This is the first fifth five-day work week for the Slapdick Podcast. So we got it in. This is the fifth day in a row. Finally got five days in without being interrupted. So uh, I don't know if, I, uh, if I'm if i going to change the, the uh, times yet or not, but I will check into it, um, see if we can maybe go later. I don't know. Let me get you the quote of the day, man, because I'm just sitting here chilling. I got a lot of shit going on this weekend. I got to go do. Um, quote of the day, though, should set you free. I think it'll get you motivated for the weekend. You can never leave footprints that last if you are always walking on your tippy toes. I just, it's Fearless Friday, dog. We got to have both feet in. Fuck, you can't be scared. You scared, go to church. You can never leave footprints that last if you are always walking on your fucking tippy toes. Stop walking around like a scary little fucking girl and a little fucking broad and put your fucking feet in the ground and go fucking make an impression. Stop being so scared and let's go attack this shit every single day. What I say, make your bed first. Get up, make your fucking bed. Attack the day, attack everything you're doing, and uh, you'll be surprised on uh, what you get accomplished in life. But it is what it is, you know. Um Jay Henry said he got a ticket, huh? I don't know what the fuck that means. Got a ticket. What what ticket did you get? Um, appreciate everybody coming in. Yes, clap it up. Shane, I appreciate you started making your bed in the morning. That's what I'm talking about. You might start seeing some dividends. Who knows? Maybe you won't see anything for a while, but you got to keep doing it. But it does help start the day, I'm telling you, because that motherfucker make you get up about five minutes sooner, don't it? Because, shit, if you really focus on making your bed, you'll be shocked at uh, what you got going. Um, $3.89 a gallon. Shit, well, you're about $2 less than it is here. <laughs> oh, Jay got a speeding ticket. Well, I didn't say go do no dumb shit, Jay, Henry. I didn't say that's, I don't think you getting the gas is about $6, dog. Uh, you know, you can find it for about four eighty, some places, but it's about $6 some places. So even at AMPM, you try to stay low and cheap. You're still 
fifty, four sixty, something like that. Um, shout out to the Ukrainian president. He basically said, "Fuck it, I'm here now." What? That shit is crazy. Did you see the video? The president was just sitting there in the hood in regular attire, dressed up with some folks behind him, and was like, I ain't leaving. I'm here. The Ukrainian motherfuckers is, is some old school riders. I'm just going to tell you, they're like real gangsters. Like, fuck it. They don't give a fuck about Russia. Um, He don't give a fuck. And they're holding their own for a small country without a real air force. Um, shout out to the ghost of Kiev. That motherfucker has shot down supposedly six planes, maybe seven planes. Uh, it will be like the fish that got away story by the end of the weekend, though. That motherfucker will have shot down 36 planes and won the war by himself. <laughs> In 10 years, that motherfucker will be the, the, the motherfucker that won the war for Ukraine and by himself, single-handedly, the ghost of fucking um, Viv or whatever the hell, Kaviv, however you say it, that motherfucker's killing out. He's supposedly shot down six, seven planes. I don't know how we know that. I don't know how we know that. Um, the Snake Island deal... The 13 uh, people basically were like, fuck off. And apparently they just got smoked. I don't know the whole story. Um, I try not to watch war. If war is on TV, I don't want to watch it. I don't like to watch the shit. Um, you know, unless we're like in it or involved in the shit. But but shout out to the ghost for killing six dogs in dogfights. Six planes. Got six kills. And, you know, the new Top Gun will be made about that motherfucker. Shout out to the Klitschkoffs, uh, the fucking boxers, man. One of them's a mayor, I think, and they're basically some riders, too. Let me just tell you, those are the motherfuckers that we need. That's what we used to be, is them motherfuckers. You notice that shit? That's what my dad and them was. was. It's fucking crazy. That's what my grandpa was. That's what I still am, shit. I hope we got some more motherfuckers like him, like them. Klitschkoff said, fuck it. I'm going to go over here and fucking, um, I'm going to say fuck it and just go out here and fight for the country. They're like, fuck it. Apparently, I think Italy and a few other people have talked to Russia's president, Putin. And so I don't know what's happening, if he's going to pull out or not. I think he's just a Napoleon's complex, small dick syndrome. I've heard everything. Um... I've heard all kind of shit um, that Putin's attacking because of COVID and uh, <laughs> fucking <laughs> COVID fucked his head up. Like, come on, dog. Let's just, is that the new mental health crutch? Are you going to use COVID as the mental health crutch now? Is that what's going to happen? Um, Diana's in the house. Lisa's in the house. Lucy's in the house. Uh, we got our three of our four females in the house. I don't know if Bravo Blast, your shipment was sent out today. Um, hopefully they didn't fuck it up again. I don't know. I don't even know what you got, dog. I fucking my my folks sent it out. Um, yeah. Shout out to Ukraine, man. Got to give it up. Got to give it up. 
Slap dicks of the week, man. Slap dicks of the uh, of of the last forty eight hours. Hugh Jackson, man. I actually know Hugh. He's from L.A. Um, Art Bryles, who was the head coach of Baylor, who's basically in the largest sex scandal, rape allegation. There's cats in jail to this day. Even players that are from that era that played under Art Bryles. I had a kid on that team. Um, and the hiring presidents of these institutions all should be slapdicks of the week or the month or the year. You is slapdick pretty Why much. Why you calling me slapdick? Because my dick slapped me across your face. <laughs> Here's a guy in Hugh Jackson who wants to sue the NFL and talk shit about the Browns. Then he reneges on what he said. And then... We're like, well, what the fuck's going on now, Hugh? And he leaves a good friend of mine, Eddie George, as the OC at Tennessee State, gets the head job at Grambling. Doug Williams comes out and says, I will not support you or Grambling. And Doug Williams basically is Grambling, by the way. Um, He basically said, I'm not condoning anything Hugh Jackson does with the hiring of Art Bryles. So I, I, this is where I, this is where Fearless Friday comes into effect, and where I'm fearless when I say shit, and a lot of people can't handle the truth, and a lot of people don't like my takes, and a lot of people um, are scared to talk about shit that I say. But you know, got to be real. Hugh Jackson just sued for a lack of minority um, coaches, GMs, admin, etc. But he he now hires when he's the head coach. He has the opportunity to hire another brother as a coach. He could hire a black man as a coach, as an OC. There's a lot of black OCs out there that are worthy, that can be the OC. He could go after a lot of assistant coaches at the four-year level and get them to come be the OC. Um, but you hire Art Bryles. It just comes off as super desperate, A, um. Oh yeah, you know, I'm not dog. I got a lot to discuss about this whole thing. Um, we're so early in the show, but Hugh disappoints me as someone I know because he could have hired a lot of people out there, and not only, not only does he hire, not only does uh. By the way, before we start, um. Yes, the snapback ball caps will be out on CoachJVStore.com, Diana. Joe Accord, uh, shout out to Joe. He came on the show yesterday. I know he was uh, a little long-winded and all that, and he just sounds like a good, solid dude. He he emailed me last night, and he would like to pay it forward. So give it out, give it up for my main man, Joe. He, is, he wants to... Uh, he wants to buy a hoodie and buy another hoodie for someone in the show. Uh, preferably, though, a veteran. So anyone that's a veteran, um, 
that would like a slapstick hoodie, Joe would like to give it up and and buy you one and pay it forward because Joe's a good dude like that. And uh, we got a lot of good dudes in this chat, man. So I appreciate Joe and everybody else that comes in here, man. And uh, appreciate everybody, uh, all you guys. And uh, sometimes we get up to 160, 180 people in here, which is great. Good deal. Um, it's growing. So she said, but I want to make sure uh, Joe doesn't go unrecognized. Um, you know, even though he asked me the longest fucking question in the world yesterday, I still don't know what he asked me. Um, I'm just fucking around. But Joe, he wants to know next Wednesday, work boot Wednesday, he would like to do that for someone. So appreciate Joe. Give it up for Joe. Um, make sure you guys... Uh, um, next week on Work Boot Wednesday, we make it a great show. It's a great day to have a great day. Um, so we're here on uh, Fearless Friday. And Hugh Jackson took over as the head coach at Grambling University, a very, very prestigious black institution, HBCU, and had an opportunity to make a splash hire. As an offensive coordinator, maybe go after somebody, you know, underneath, you know, Eric Bieniemy or, you know, Leftwich, under, under those guys. You know, maybe an assistant or a young guy that's learned. You know, that's what you do in this profession. You go after guys that are young, that are learning from guys like the Bienemies and the Leftwiches of the world. Instead, he guy hires Art Bryles, who basically... Two charms. You got to hit join now. If you're on an iPhone, you can't do it. You need a you need an iPad or a desktop. Um, I just I'm curious, man. Like why Art Bryles is the hire, and Hugh Jackson does a lot of things um, for some nonprofits. He does give give back to some people, uh, even while he was working for Eddie George as his OC last year at Tennessee State. Um, Hugh Jackson hired Art Bryles, yes. Um, basically, one of the biggest scandals in United States college football history at Baylor. A lot of rape and allegations uh, towards a lot of players. A lot of uh, people got thrown in jail over it. There's some, there's some other things that are still pending out there. NCAA cleared Art Bryles, obviously. It's a good old boy network. We know that. So they cleared him, of course. But, you know, you still can't, they still haven't, NCAA, Non-Carrying Assholes of America, they still have not um, clarified and allowed you to have access to people that have either committed the, the offenses because of this, you know, FERPA and all these different, protection laws the colleges have you know these coaches were protected at Penn State underneath Joe Paterno as well just like they were with Art Bryles and you really don't know who was who and it's kind of fucking crazy to me and a lot of these guys continue to be hired well Art Bryles was hired his son was actually on the staff as well he continues to be hired at different places um he's young he's the youngest OC now I think for Lane Kiffin, I'm not sure. Or Lane hired, uh, I think Lane hired, uh, 
think Bryle's son went somewhere else. Lane ended up hiring Charlie Weiss's son, uh, who's the youngest OC in America. But man, Art Bryles doesn't do shit for nobody. He hasn't given anything to anyone. To me, he has never really. I hate to say the word apologize because, see, this is the problem. I don't believe apologies really mean shit in life. I, I really don't think apologies mean shit in life. I think apologies are lies. Um, I, I think that 1% of the, of, the, of the population that apologizes uh, really truly mean it. I believe 1% of everyone that apologizes usually are the ones that are contrite. 1%. I believe realize they fucked up something and they really are contrite and sincere. I believe 99% of everybody else that apologizes are just lying through their teeth to say they apologize to say it. That's why you don't hear me apologize unless it's on the spot. Like unless it's on the spot and I said something that was uh, misinformation and then I caught it and I said, you know what? I got to apologize. My data is wrong. That's like an apology that is warranted in my book. Everyone else that apologizes days, months, years later, I don't believe them. I don't believe them. I don't accept their apologies because I think they're bullshit. And I believe only 1% of people that apologize are really contrite and mean what they say. I believe everyone else that apologizes are liars. And I believe that's who they really are. I don't believe... Um, What you say is who you are. I believe what you do is who you are. We all say shit every day. None of that shit you say um, means shit to me because I don't see you do shit. Saying and talking is all bark, no bite, and it goes in every walk of life, every facet of life we see it every day. You see it in the office, you see it at work, you see it at home by your kids, you see it at school by the coach, you see it at school by the players. You see it every single place. Talk, 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 talk. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to be this. I'm going to do this. Coach, I'm going to give you back your $20. Coach, I know I owe you, but I don't have it right now. Coach, I do this. See, that's the problem. Like, we are who we are, not what we say we are. Apologies don't mean shit. That's why I, I can't stand when these motherfuckers write these long, old, long-winded-ass apology letters, these fucking public figures and these people on ESPN and, and, and Fox and all these people that are out here making these words and, and mean nothing. They're just writing words on a paper. <laughs> and they're... they're you don't apologize, just so we're clear. You do not apologize in life if you have to read it off of something. See, I'm not reading shit today. I don't read shit usually, but at least I'll maybe make some notes on the basics basics of the show um, or the basis of the show. Today, I'm just winging it. We're chilling. Uh, I just wanted to talk about some shit, and apologizing should be off the dome. If it's a true contrite apology, I shouldn't be reading it off a prompter. I shouldn't be reading it off paper. I shouldn't have cliff notes. I shouldn't have it in my phone. I shouldn't be reading shit from anything. I should get up there and say, you know what, man, to be honest, I fucked up. 
and uh, I really did. And, you know, I, I hope you forgive me, but if you don't, I understand. Um, I was a little bit pissed off. I was in a different frame of mind. I didn't understand what I was doing, who I would affect, who I did affect. I apologize. Take it or leave it. I mean, that's something I would do if it was something I, I did, right? These motherfuckers are sitting up here reading off papers and shit. Like, they're reading off paper. They're like, uh, you gotta look, if you gotta look down about 20 fucking times during an apology, <laughs> don't it lose merit? Doesn't it lose merit to you general population out there? Doesn't it lose merit? I think that people that apologize are liars, thieves, and cheats. That's what I think. That's who I think apologizes. I think people that apologize um, are lying to make up for another lie. That's just what I believe. Um, Genuineness is... Is, is is right there with loyalty in my book. Hugh Jackson was very disloyal. See, Hugh Jackson, I would love to see more black coaches hire white coaches. I would love to see more white coaches hire black coaches because I, I'm tired of seeing the color line being played. I, I like to see results-oriented people get hired. Like, I don't give a fuck if the president's black or white or Hispanic or Asian or whatever the fuck, as long as we can hire him. If he's the best motherfucker, I don't care what color he is. If my boss at a Fortune 500 company was an Indian fucking or uh, Hispanic or a fucking black guy, I don't give a fuck. Black woman, if they were the best for the job, I don't give a fuck. It shouldn't even be mentioned, like... Too many times do we mention a, uh, who's your boss? Uh, it's a black dude. How many times have you guys heard that shit? Who's your boss? Oh, that's old. This old Mexican girl. Who's your boss? Oh, man, this old ass lady. She's fucking horrible. Like, how many times do we get asked questions in life about certain shit like I'm talking and in, in general, and you say that right there? You have to say that, don't you? Man, it's this old ass fucking white lady. Uh, it's this old black lady. It's this old whatever. I hope we're not saying nothing derogatory, right? But how many times in life do we fucking literally have to say what we are? Why? Why? That's the problem. But nobody will stop that shit. Nobody has stopped it. Nobody just says, Johnny. <laughs> Fucking Cleopatra. I don't know whatever the fuck their names are. Why don't we just say that and just keep it pushing? I don't know, man. I don't know why. But Hugh Jackson, he could have hired a white guy, a black guy. It doesn't really matter who he hired. But not only doesn't don't you hire who you just sued the NFL with with Brian Flores about not hiring no black enough black folks, you just hired a white dude. Okay, okay, cool. You hired a white dude. But then you hire a guy who's more controversial than JB ever could be. Are we not? Am I? Is he not? 
But why do I have a feeling that I'm still looked at worse by the public than that motherfucker is? <laughs> Holy fuck, dog. Just let's keep it 100 in this room. Don't ever say I fucking have the vi- don't ever say that I can ever reap the benefit of white privilege. I've never seen it or saw it or will probably ever see it. Number 1. Number 2. Please understand some. We're talking about a dude who was hired a, a year and a half later by a high school. Good old boy high school in Texas. You just took a motherfucker who had the most controversial rape charges in college. Now you put him on a high school campus with underage girls and boys. <sighs> Golden Peasant, Gabe, Brian, Sean. Oh, who's Sean? I don't know. He can't spell. All you guys become members today. Hit the like button. Become a member. Subscribe. Become a member, $1.99, best $1.99 you can buy. I'm trying to get up to 200 members by this weekend. Um, Jonathan Silla, I appreciate you, man. Come a member now. So let me ask you this. This motherfucker gets hired at a high school where my daughter possibly could go, your daughter, He's been convi- he's basically been proven to to basically be in charge of a fucking rape link going on at fucking Baylor. We hire him as a high school at the high school. We hire him. Nobody ha- nothing happens. Um, he works there, and now he gets a job at a college teaching young men boys how to become men. This is what your job is at the college level, dog. Your job is to teach young boys and turn them into men. Massage them into men. Teach them how to conduct themselves around females, women, girls. That you may have your own daughter. Like, I I just can't fathom a motherfucker who rapes somebody. Like, I just don't. I cannot fathom it, dog. Like, You have a mother or a sister or a daughter. Like, how do you rape that? (laughs) Like, I'm just keeping it real. Like, how do you rape that? See, I say shit that's, you know, uncomfortable for a lot of people. But I'm comfortable being uncomfortable. A lot of you guys aren't. That's the problem. I don't know, um, Brian Martinez. Um, I guess you can be on certain things and it doesn't show. Um. No, Art Bryles is who he is, dog. He's not who he says he was. Um, You know, I don't know how you train and teach young boys to be men and and treat women the right way if you know what the fuck you really are. And yet, we hired this guy back. So now, listen, since I left, so you know, Art Bryles got caught and cracked in 16, all right? I left India in 19, okay? So Art Bryles has been out six years from the college game, all right? I've been out three years going on four, okay? I don't get my door knocked down from people to hire me. 
Okay, I just want to make sure you're clear. I've been approached a couple times by some small schools and different places, a couple high schools. I have no record, criminal record. I'm completely hireable. I have a track record and resume that is as good as anybody, in my opinion, in 18, 20 years coaching. I've sent more kids to college than anybody. I got more kids in Division One. I got more kids in the NFL than any other JUCO coach in America. So you think I could do it, right? Um, but yet Art Bryles, because he coached Division One, he's in the Good Old Boy Network, um, is in this circle. And he can, like, this just what the world is, dog. That's why I never use the word fair. I don't use fair. It's unfair. It's not unfair, dog. That's just the world. That's the world. There's no such thing as unfair. If you guys start to think that you're unfair and life's unfair, you're, you're already fucked. I'm just going to be honest. So if I do coach again, it would probably be at the professional level. It would have to be if I ever did get a, a crack at it because of the fact that the shit I'm talking about right here. You know what I'm saying? So, um, no, my record's clean, Juan. I'm glad you know my whole background story. But no, that was a, uh, got it expunged. I was underaged. They treated me as a as a uh, adult, but I was seventeen, and so I got it expunged. If you know the law, you can beat the law. Make sure you write that down. Um, um, life just isn't fair, so I don't use the word fair. You know what I'm saying? Um. So, I mean, it is what it is, dog. Like, people don't understand. Plus, not only did I teach people like Rakeem, like Jonathan said, these kids about life, that's fine. I still won more than I lost. <laughs> My record's still winning record, okay? But Juco is... Juco is a very, very different ball game. A lot of people can't handle Juco. Can't handle Juco, by the way. Um, Juco's not for everybody. But if you get through it, you'll love it for the rest of your life. You'll love that you got through it for the rest of your life. Um, but having said that, it's just funny how motherfucking certain people get a pass and certain people don't. Right? Certain people get a pass, certain people don't. Our brows got a pass, JB don't. For whatever reason, I don't know. I've never done anything criminal. I got accused of it, had to beat it again, had to beat a fucking case, a uh, bunch of charges, right? Because a jealous one's envy, motherfuckers want to throw salt and hate. So I had to go fucking fight for that freedom again, beat that again. So probably within those two and a half years of fighting for a case that I had pending, uh, I lost opportunities to coach. There's no doubt because they wouldn't touch me, right? But Art Bryles can get hired. That shit is what's fucking crazy to me. That's what's crazy to me. It's all how you perceive certain people, and that is what's fucking funny to me. That is what's really fucking sad to me. 
as well. That's sad and funny, but it's really sad, right? Um, I don't know, man. Joe said the best wide receiver at Indy is playing as a super senior at Central Oklahoma. First of all, <laughs> hate to burst your bubble, Joe. He wasn't even top fucking 10 receivers that I had. Um, secondly, yeah, because he didn't handle his grades when I left, he ended up having to go D2. But um, I love Marquise to death. I recruited a kid, but he... uh. Oh, there we had a lot of dudes. We had some freaks there, dog. Poll question, Brian. I'm just chilling right now, dog. I got a million things going. Um, poll question. Nothing. I'm just kidding. Poll question right here. Will we get involved in the Russia-Ukraine battle? The poll question today is not a win or lose question. It's just a... Do you guys think we'll get involved? We get involved in everybody else's shit. I do have some entertaining things today. Um, I got my top five. Um, well, you guys thought Bobby Bruce was all American, dog. <laughs> you guys thought. By the way, um, I'll break some news to everybody here real quick. You guys want to. Um, break some news to you. So the the case that I that I was charged for this these cases that I was charged for in Kansas when I left and I I, I bounced out of there um, was for me. Basically, they said that I. Um, Faked being my own lawyer. So I just want to make sure you guys that don't know the story realize how stupid this 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 charges are, okay? I just want you to be real careful. I want you to understand this. I was charged with eight felonies for impersonating my own lawyer, okay? Now, what sense that makes, I have fucking no idea, okay? I have no idea what sense that makes, all I can tell you is when I got the wind and word that that's what it, the charges were, I called my attorney. His name is Richard Barnwell. I grew up with him. You know why they did this to me? You know why they tried to set it up like this? So Richard couldn't defend me because he was now a defendant and he could not defend me in court legally. Okay. Because now he is a victim in the case. So that tells you how fucked up the judicial system is, by the way. A, okay? B, Richard helped me get through this process on the, on the low because uh, he knew I didn't, didn't do that and would never do that to him. Um, but I got breaking news for you. I've been reaching out to... Richard for about six months inviting him to certain things haven't heard back from him and I decided to go online and google him because he was a Johnny Cochran number one attorney 
he was very, very famous attorney. 99% victory rate um, beating um, accusations and convictions. Richard died in May of 21. Um, yes, that's who it is, Jonathan Sela. That's one of my best friends. He died, man, on a fucking motorcycle crash that I guess was very famous in L.A. and, and ended up fucking hitting a wall, getting thrown hundreds of feet in the air and uh, landed on Venice Boulevard, man. Um, I just saw the story and just started sending it to all my boys. I, I just couldn't believe it. He has two daughters. I, I, I was wondering why he wouldn't hit me back. And uh, I'm just like, God damn. Unbelievable. Um, they need to throw out what case? ATM George. What case are you talking about? Um, anyway. Yeah, so Rip Richard Barnwell, man, he's he's been helping my players out. Uh, a couple of my former players, actually, he helped get out of situations as well when they played for me. So Rich has helped a lot of players of mine, a lot of people, um, and myself, you know, he's been with me for a long time. Um, I don't have eight felonies, ATM George. God damn, some of you motherfuckers live under a rock, I think. Go Google some shit or something. That shit's over. I beat that shit over a year ago, motherfucker. God damn. Some of you motherfuckers just be talking. Go Google some shit before you talk. See, that's what the problem in America. Motherfuckers talk before they know. That's what we do. That's what we do. And then we laugh about it and think it's cool. <laughs> when really, it's I have secondhand embarrassment for you because you're a fucking ignorant, retarded idiot. And you can't do no research before you speak on shit that have, you have no clue about. Ignorance is life-threatening, dog. I'm telling you. See, back in the day, ignorance and saying shit out your ass that you didn't know about used to get motherfuckers buried and fucking beat the fuck up. DP'd as we called it. But now you don't. Motherfuckers be, be on Twitter and just hiding and shit. <sighs> Fuck. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Anyway, back to Hugh Jackson hiring Art Bryles. This motherfucker has, I don't know, how much fucking. <laughs> yeah, dog. I mean, goddamn. Um. That's like, you guys thought Marquise was very good on the show. He looked like an All-American. Well, Bobby Bruce, you look like Bobby Bruce looked like he was an All-American. And you guys all thought he played every down. But he didn't. He only played special teams. And then he got played, he played late in the games. So what you saw is a clips they put together and made him look like he was a fucking starter. Why does everybody on the internet think that Bobby Bruce was a dude? See, that's what's crazy about it. And then you wonder why they filmed me for 4,000 hours and you see 16 hours and you see why I get depicted the way I did. But yet nobody can look past that except if you're just, you got to be a super narrow-minded motherfucker to really not say, think to yourself as a grown human being, damn, uh, there's got to be more to this, dog. Got to be more to this shit. <laughs> like, I ask that about people I meet before I judge them. 
Like, I just met this motherfucker, and you know what? I, he seems okay. I don't know him. I, I wouldn't trust him as far as I could throw him, but I also don't know if he's a bitch, like you say, or if he's an asshole or what he is. I don't know. I'd have to kick it with him a few times, right? How can you judge motherfuckers you just met? How can you not hire people and then hire people as these hiring presidents do every single day at the four-year level, even at the high school level, even at the fucking NFL level, we continue to hire the same motherfuckers over and over and over and expect a different result. But in the, re- the bottom line is we're paying motherfuckers $18 million, $22 million to leave after we fire them. Man, that shit blows my mind. It blows my mind, dog, that you motherfuckers really don't grasp that concept. And you ain't lying, Brian Martinez. It is the safe and easy way. It's not safe to see. It wasn't safe back in the day. Safe back in the day, you get your fucking meat lumped because we'd call you out and go find your ass for talking shit and 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 and, and starting rumors, right? That's what it was back in the day. You motherfuckers were starting rumors by saying shit. You notice we don't say that no more? You know we don't say no rumors no more? Dog, motherfuckers are literally literally these motherfuckers are starting rumors about myself, different people online. Like soon as those eight felonies hit, dog, you know, oh, this motherfucker's a criminal. I knew it. How the fuck did you know it, motherfucker? And by the way, it's all been found that it was a lie. And so what did you know now? I know Mike well. I know Mike real well. I've known Mike since he was at Arizona State and Memphis. And he's uh, been in my office several times. We text here and there. Good dude for the most part that I know. Um, According to my sources, don't are never relevant. They're, the sources are fucking shit. See, we can all say according to my sources because nobody knows who the sources are. That's just like saying them and they and me. Hey, uh, the motherfucker said, what's up? Who's they? I don't know. Nobody ever met they. Nobody ever met them or they. Why we don't know who they are? They are is a motherfucker, man. I'm be honest with you. They are the shit because they'll never be found. We'll never find them and they. Um, Chris, Evan, KNUW95.1. All you guys, become a member today. Let's get up to 200 members. Leg swinging Siciliano. Why you ain't a member, dog? You're one of my loyal cats. Um, Chris Petrois. So, Petrosi? I don't know your name. Not into spelling, reading, mood. He said, with politics aside, you think you would be able to coach in the NFL or at the D1 level? I'd let, I'd let you guys answer that, dog. I'm not going to answer that shit. That's like a fucking dumb question to me. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member today of the Slapdick Podcast. Um You can hear the funky tracks. Um, coaching D1 in the NFL is easy, dog. You see the motherfuckers that are coaching that shit? The coaching there is um, it's horrible. 
fucking coaching is bad at the four year level. I'm just going to straight up be honest with you. And it's not very good in a lot of the NFL coaching circles. I know a lot of people coaching in the NFL. I know a lot of fucking tons of cats in the division one level. Um, you guys are, you guys are, uh, you give coaching too much credit. Jonathan said the baby's fart. Yeah. Soft as runny baby shit. Um, KNUW, that's what I'm talking about, dog. He's a new member. Man, I got the Ukraine. The Ukraine fucking president. That motherfucker is a rider, ain't he? He's a gangster. Let's be real. That motherfucker's a gangster. He said, fuck you. I'm right here. I'm not leaving. Um, yeah, I might hurt fucking NFL. Rockhead81, you've been in here for a long time, too, dog. You're OG. Why you ain't a member yet? Um, did you guys see that Andy Reid hired Nagy as his quarterback coach? Uh, yeah, I've been, I've been offered a few. I've had a few opportunities, but when I, like I said, I had these eight felonies over my head, so no coach in America could hire me. So... That's kind of that issue. That's kind of the problem there. Um, it is what it is, right? We've already reached 102 people. Appreciate all you guys. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, become a member today of the Slapdick Podcast. We're here on Fearless Friday, brought to you by betonline.ag. I'm slow motion today, chilling, man. I got to get ready for these a couple events this weekend and tonight, and I have to go meet a few people. Got a couple whiskey meetings. The whiskey's getting bigger. We're in. We'll be in Tennessee, I believe, next week in all liquor stores: Memphis, Tennessee, Knoxville, Tennessee, and Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I know Sam Pittman very well. He's a good dude, man. I like Sam. He's a good old line guy. He's done a good job, man. He's done. A, he's done a real good job. We'll see how he can continue to build, though, because next year is his year. He's got to go like 11-1. and one. Uh, You know what I'm saying? That's real talk. That's, what's, that's what, how you know you're going to be real. If you watch the great ones, that's what they do. They struggle year one. They build the culture. They put in the culture. They get rid of the old fucking cancerous apples. They get rid of them. They start putting in their own new fresh blood. So year two, they start to win. They get things going. Year three, they start to pull away. Uh, the whiskey will be coming to Kentucky. Um, New York, New Jersey, Florida, Texas, hopefully Arkansas, Nebraska, Missouri. If you're from Missouri, you know you say Missouri. Um, so make sure you become a member today of the Slapdick Podcast. Kelly Manalo, I appreciate you becoming a member. Um, shout out to Kelly. But Hugh Jackson hires Art Bryles, a fucking pedophile rink runner leader. And this is fucking unbelievable, man. Um, and people always, you know, talk about why you not coaching. Well, your question is as good as mine and your answer is as good as mine. Sometimes depictions are worth a thousand words. And you see how many motherfuckers just talk. How many motherfuckers you hear just talking on online? They've already made their 
depiction of you. They have it in their brain. It's embezzled. They watch Last Chance You. It's embedded in their brain. They they think this is who I am. So, <laughs> come on, dog. Like, be real. Like, you're that narrow-minded hiring presidents with a PhD degree. You have a PhD and you hire a fucking, you hire a fucking search committee, a search firm to hire a coach for you. Why do you have a PhD? And you allow Hugh Jackson to hire Art Bryles. Blows my mind, dog. I, I, I really does. Like, there's no fucking way. If the president at Texas told Sark, you can't hire me. Or the AD told Sark, you can't fuck with JB, dog. Or if old Mrs. AD told Lane Kiffin, hey, dog, you can't fucking hire JB. It's not because I had eight felonies. It's because I was on Netflix. Let's just keep it 100. Let's just be real. <laughs> um, so you got a public figure out here who happened to have eight felonies pending against them and you wonder why i wouldn't be able to get a job so those people ask what about me like that ad's and presidents why the fuck they're not asking about art bryles i'm just it's just a fair question i'm asking the question back to you guys man why wouldn't they trip on an art bryles he should be 20 times worse negative press than my, my ass would be, right? My press would be positive because the players would want to fuck with me. More kids would come to those schools because of me, and you'd get more cats in the crowd to see me. I mean, let's just keep it 100. <laughs> let's just keep it real right now. Dog, I got a standing ovation at KU. When I went to watch the game, when my good friend was the head coach, Dave Beatty, KU was playing against Oklahoma State. I went to the game, and I got a standing ovation by the KU fucking faithful. And then there was rumors out there that I was getting the fucking job at KU because everybody, all the fan base was pushing me to go to KU. And, dog, that's how fucking popular the show is. In a good way and a bad way. You do understand that though. The bad way being presidents, ADs, and other coaches are going to look at you and say, okay, first of all, the coaches are jealous of me. They're not going to let me come in their program because uh, just, just imagine me going in that program. The kids are going to look to me more than they would the head coach, and that is what the head coaches look at. I'm just I'm being honest with you. I know the business already. I already know the deal. I know what folks have told me. So there's a lot of head coaches that would be jealous of hiring me, A. B, they all know I can coach, and they all know I know as much or more than they do. But they're not going to say that. B, none of them can recruit with me. So that's already a fucking given. So now you're fucking hiring a dude who is basically going to take over or be the new guy to take over in a matter of a couple years or so. So... But you could hire Art Bryles. <laughs> Don't question that hire, huh? But you question my hire, but you can't question Art Bryles. This motherfucker has fucking rape cases pending. 
blows my mind. I'm being honest. That shit blows my mind. Um, no, no. Buddy Stevens has been offered jobs, um, small FCS jobs and stuff. He he turns them down. He did. I don't know about anymore. He used to be offered a couple of jobs back in the day. He's got a good gig, dog. People don't realize you don't want to leave JUCO if you're if you're tenured. You're making six figures plus. You don't have to worry. You're not going to get fired unless you do some crazy shit or some stupid shit or you're on a fucking Netflix show that they make you look like a fucking idiot on. But besides that, if you're at a JUCO and a good JUCO and you got tenured and Benny's and fucking dog, those are good gigs, bro. You can get the best players in America. Dog, East Mississippi, you know, Indy when I was there. Dog, I had better players in KU. I had better players than a lot of four-year schools. So, um, just saying. Um, what are you guys asking? Eric, I appreciate you. Become a member, Eric. Oh, yeah. I, li- I like Lawrence, too, man. Lawrence is a good town. Lawrence is a good town. Um, yeah, I had more. I had better players than most D1s. David, Zirkel. See, the problem is you, a lot of people don't understand JUCO. People don't get how JUCO operates. They don't understand what JUCO means. Um no, I didn't get paid a dime on Netflix, by the way. Um, people don't understand how JUCO is. Like, So the, there's three types of players that go to JUCO. There's Division One transfers, which I had 40 of per year. <laughs> now, these are four-year transfers that actually played at the four-year school. These guys were dudes. These guys started at the Alabamas of the world. So understand, those are the guys I got, number one. Number two the best high school qualifying kid in America. Um, the best high school quali- non-qualifier. That means he didn't make it. He can't go Division One, And now I'm going to go find that kid. Now, good Division One buddies of mine will send me Division One kids that they were going to sign, and they tell me, AJB, this guy's not going to make it. Here you go. Then we'll go get on those kids. Okay? That's two. The third type of kid is a guy that's already at a Division One. He gets kicked out for whatever reason. Weed, credit card fraud, fucking whatever. And I graded those types of kids out. I graded what charges they had and why they were getting kicked out. And if you were under a C or a D, I wouldn't fuck with you. So if you touched a woman or had anything to do with a woman, I wouldn't fuck with you. If it was weed or bad grades or being a dumb fuck, I'll fuck with you because that's what I'm about to fix, right? I'm here to fix it and help you get out. Alan, Alan just in, came in the house talking about stealing computers and shit. But, yeah, so Alan knew I'll fuck with you. Um, if, if you had some dumb shit, slapdick shit, right? It's by definition, slapdick is basically a non-malicious intent and the person has a good heart, Right? Has a good heart. He doesn't mean to be malicious. Um, and I'll take him. So, Gene Hood, you talk a lot for not being a member, dog. 
you need to be a member, motherfucker. I'm going to block your ass because you talk a lot. So, yeah, you know, I don't know. It's just that's our job. Get you where you could not get yourself. Period. That's what it is. Shit, look at James Winston. Look at that motherfucker. He he got a lot of shit swept under the rug. Ty, shit, look at Tyreek. Look at look at look at uh, Tyreek Hill. That motherfucker had all kind of drama. He went to Garden City right before I got to Garden City as the OC. He was at Oklahoma State already getting kicked out of Oklahoma State, and then having to go to a smaller school. So I don't know. It's just it's just all depiction, man. How you fucking depict people and how you um, how you fucking do certain things, you know what I mean? Um, he's still with the Jaguars, I think, Eric, the linebacker. You know, it's a cold part about that. Uh, true story. Um, Dakota, his name was Dakota. True story, man. Dakota was brought to my office, and I had his film... And I watched him play at Texas Tech. And I was like, fuck. We had like four Division I D, uh, linebacker transfers. So I was like, fuck, I don't think he could play here. And he had started at Texas Tech. So I was like, fuck, Dakota Allen, right? And I was looking at him, and I was like, I don't really like him. So I denied him. He wanted to come to Indy. And I told him, no way. I didn't like him. Um, not as a person or anything. I just said I didn't like his film. I, I really didn't like his film. And he went to East Mississippi, um, and then he get, went back to Texas Tech, and he got a shot in the league, dude. The thing is, people talk shit about me and say, oh, you missed on that one. Well, we miss here and there too now. I, obviously, I had an eye in the, my eye in the sky usually never lied. I, I'm known as a personnel guy. Um, but I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't know if Dakota starts over Jermaine Johnson. We're going to see if Jermaine ends up being a top 10 draft pick or not. <laughs> Jermaine Johnson played stand-up DN for me and outside hybrid backer. I don't know if Dakota would have started over him. We had four Division One transfer backers that were pretty fucking legit, by the way. Koi Dang, I don't know if Dakota starts over Koi Dang. Koi Dang led the Pac-12 in tackles last year at Cal before he got hurt, just so you know. <laughs> so motherfuckers want to talk all that shit and say, oh, you missed on Dakota. You forget who I had, motherfucker. There's a reason I missed on him because I didn't need him. I didn't want him. Now, usually motherfuckers cream rises to the top. He might have ended up being a dude and making it, obviously, because he might have been that dude. But bottom line is, who who knows if the situation is not the best for him? He went to East Mississippi. This is a JUCO that is only allowed to have eight out-of-state players. We have unlimited amount of out-of-state players. So I had 20 out-of-state linebackers where East Mississippi only has one out-of-state linebacker. So just understand, that's... Possibly and probably the best fit for Dakota. It's probably the best situation for him. Um, I don't know if I've had any big misses, man. You know what I mean? Um, 
the uh, the Terry uh, what Allen? What's the quarterback's name? Went to Kentucky. Tremonda's uh, Tremonda's uh, teammate in high school. Terry Wilson. Terry Wilson went to Garden City. We beat them when when they had him. By the way, so I don't count that as a miss at all. Plus, I had Allen and Malik. Terry told me on the phone he didn't want to compete versus Malik. Um, and he ended up going to Garden City. And I said, well, good luck. We're going to beat that ass. Um, we did beat that ass. He went to Kentucky and had a pretty good year uh, or two years. I think he got hurt second year. Could have had him. Um, I think if I wanted to recruit him harder, I didn't recruit him very hard at all, but we had an in on him because a big-time tackle we had, Tremonda Moore, was his teammate in high school, so they were boys. Um, Alex ISG six yeet Stephen Denninger get you guys a membership dollar ninety nine best dollar ninety nine you could buy. Uh, we're trying to get to two hundred members by the end of the day uh, for the weekend going into next week. Merciless Monday, getting it cracking. Um. I remember the story, Stephen. Yeah, I remember the story, but I don't know. Um, <clears throat> oh, yeah, I got money taken out of my pocket. Why do you think my lawyers want to sue Netflix? Shit. But guess what, dog? I'm a fucking hustler, bro. You, you see I'm not working a nine-to-five, right? You see I got a brand-new house, right? You see, I got a Maserati and a Cadillac EXT and a fucking Cadillac fucking V Sport and fucking I don't I don't have any problems right now. I'm gonna end up making shit work. I'm gonna take the fucking platform and hustle and use it and go write a book and I'm gonna go make a whiskey line and a cigar line and a fucking breed dogs and I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I gotta do. If it's a million motherfucking things, that's what it's gonna be. But if I'm gonna use the name, I'm gonna use the fucking name. Um, that I got on Netflix, even though Netflix fucked me and depicted me in a manner that they did. So, is what it is. It is what it is. Um, I don't know. There's a few JUCO jobs that would be nice, man. That I think that I think would be nice that aren't very good. That's just me, though. I like taking places that I can see the vision. I can see the vision. Hell yeah, Paco. I'll make a cooking show like a motherfucker. Fuck it. Um, I appreciate everybody coming in, man. We've, we've reached over 120 people on the in the chat every single day this week. So I appreciate that. Clap it up for all you guys, man. Real recognizes real. All you real, real motherfuckers in here. Uh, dream you as well. Yes. That is something that I, uh, came into the job interview with using. <laughs> Some people don't think that. Some people think kids made it up. <laughs> um, I don't know what's up with the whole fucking Russell Wilson t- taking this shit off. I like, you know, Kyler Murray. Well, I don't get this shit. To me, it's some bitch shit. Russell Wilson's very feminine to me anyway, just so you know. Really feminine to me. And uh, 
he does some shit that's kind of bitch made. I, I see that he does that a lot. So, um, the new Highland coach, ISG, the new Highland coach, um, my, yeah, you know what? Um, a guy named Powers, Coach Powers got the job. He actually was with me at Garden City as the O-line coach, and then he got a job. He didn't want to fuck with Sims. He got the fuck out. He took a high school job in Florida where he's from, and then um, he left Florida and took a D2 job at Limestone, I believe, in South Carolina, and then he's now he took the head job at Highland. So, uh, good brother, man. Good dude. I like powers. Good dude. Um, I don't know what I'm going to cook this weekend. I think I'm going to smoke some ribs, barbecue some ribs, uh, do a few things. Um, oh, I like Coach Arnold. He's not there anymore. He quit. He left when I left. Um. I'd rather coach Juco in Kansas only because of the structure. I'd rather be in California, but I would, I would rather uh, coach with the scholarships, the structure, the dorms, the cafe, scholarships. I'd rather have that structure that's in Kansas. And people in Kansas care about fucking athletics for the most part, where California does not. California don't give a fuck about anything. So we're too big to care about any one thing. Because if JUCOs wanted to be a huge thing, it would be in California. Our JUCOs have 50,000 students, more than UCLA. Just think about it. But yet we don't have dorms, cafes, scholarships. They don't pay coaches. They don't, every coach is a walk-on. There's no crowd. Nobody gives a fuck. So Diana's back. Shout out. We don't know what happened to Diana. I don't know if we even missed Diana, did we? If we missed Diana, please let her know. I miss you, Diana. You missed everything. I was naked, stripped naked. I did a little twerking. You missed that. Too bad. Can't even rewind the shit. They call me ghosts from fucking Eve or whatever. I'm the motherfucker smoking everybody. Uh... I've got six kills today alone. I didn't have no fucking recruiting budget. Are you kidding me? I hustled that budget, man. Shit. My boss hustled it. I hustled it. We made it work. We made it happen. And I was everywhere. I was every fucking where. I wasn't going to be denied and I was not going to be told no. That's just bottom line. That's the bottom fucking line. Christopher Pugh's in the house. I owe him a bottle of slapdick signed. It's been about a year. I haven't got it to him yet. It's just blatant disrespect, Chris. I apologize. I've been a busy motherfucker. And when I get new ones to sign, I got to try to fucking get them out. And then I forget about yours. So, um, Coach said, or Ben Nichols said, uh, there was a hockey player after the game. Kid punched a ref and got arrested and banned from the league. Um, no, me and uh, Latson, no, me and Latson were good, man. Uh, 
Latson's ass was bipolar just like me. So, you know, we, we had, that was the only time we ever really got into it. Latson was a good dude. Um, And that's all a facade, dude. And number one, if you're living in a car, then why the fuck would you stay at that Juco and play there? I never had a kid live in a car, and I had motherfuckers from the hood. So <laughs> uh, I'm just going to be honest. Um, Ukraine's air defense down to Russian 276 carrying a landing force near the... Really? That's good shit. What does that mean, uh, Joe? Keep us updated, Joe. I, you don't have to be sorry. I don't know enough about war, and I don't know enough about that type of shit. So please break it down to me and let us know in the in the chat, and I can announce it on the air. What is Ukraine's air defense downed, and has it is it very significant? Um, Joe, Joe said this is very significant news that a Ukraine's air defense downed a Russian um, 76, a 276, whatever else he said on there, carrying a landing force. So I don't know what that means or what that does or what that is, but it seems like Russia's having a little more struggle than than they expected with a small Ukraine who just got a bunch of nuts and guts, it seems like. Seems like Ukraine's got a bunch of nuts and guts. They're like a fucking eight-man football team, and they're playing an 11-man football team, and they're giving them all they can fucking handle. That's crazy. Well, I believe it's inevitable that Ukraine's going to lose the capital, don't you, Joe? Um, especially with the president being there. Um, I don't know, you know. I don't know. I don't stay too much into this shit like that. Um, rumor says Russia wants Mexico as an ally. Well, that ain't going to go very well. I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> hey. I love my Mexican folks, and they're, my, they're our neighbors, dog. I, I think you'd have more Mexicans in California fighting against Mexico than you would fighting against America. <laughs> shit. Motherfucker, and shit. I need them tacos, dog. I need them tacos in Tijuana. Don't fucking, don't turn on us, motherfucker. We're not Donald Trump, motherfucker. We're going to make sure we go over there and help you all out. By the way, we would fucking end Mexico's world in like two minutes. <laughs> Just fucking uh, the Marines in San Diego would go over there and handle the whole country in like eight minutes. C come on, dog. Yeah, I'd rather fuck with the cartels. Bring the cartels over here, put them on our side so we can get the dope money going. Dog, come on, man. It's just crazy. Um Oh, fuck, man. Alexander, are you in the armed forces? You sound like you are. I don't know if you are. See, I know a lot of things about things, too, though. See, I know a lot of things 
about Afghanistan. I know a lot of things. I don't think we'd have a problem going into Afghanistan if we really wanted to. Uh, I have a brother who's in the Air Force. I have a brother that's in the Marines. You guys didn't know that. Um, I do know a lot about that stuff. And I think we still are the strongest, regardless how soft I say we are. I think our armed forces and our technology and everything that we have, I think, is still the strongest. I still think we could fuck anyone up if we want to. So my brother's in the Air Force, Stephen. He was a fighter pilot for 20 years. He was in Desert Swarm. He was in Turkey. He's now uh, retired in the pharmaceutical. He's still in the Air Force, by the way. He is now in in the uh, he's now in the um, pharmaceutical side of things in the Air Force. So, um, oh, I know invading and occupying are way different. I also know things that you probably don't know. I also know invading is not just uh, is is a, is an excuse not to occupy. I don't think we'd have a problem occupying our uh, Afghanistan if we wanted to. If you remember Desert Storm, dog, we ended up taking out fucking Baghdad in, a, in a overnight, if you don't recall that. I don't know how old you are. <laughs> we took Baghdad overnight, bro, and that was basically fucking Army Rangers and Navy SEALs. I remember for a fact because my brother was there fighting in it. So I know a lot of firsthand information. I think we could occupy fucking Afghanistan if we wanted to, bro. I think we wanted more out of Afghanistan than you think you know. Maybe called gold and bouillon and money and fucking some other things. Maybe we wanted to infiltrate it slowly so we can learn things. Fuck no, I was, I'm not that old, dog. You think I was at Fort Hayes in 91, bro? God damn, I'm only 46. I was in Hayes in 99-2000. Oh, my brother said, dog, it's a a click of the trigger and we can end this whole thing real quick. So when he tells me that, I still... I kind of feel good about things they tell me that I have people that are in the military that tell me certain things. I kind of... I'm like, okay, that's cool. At least we still have it. And they're like, no, dog, we still have what we had. It's just we don't have the same, you know, gung-ho approach out here in the, in, in the country as we used to. But our military and our, our numbers and our technology, everything's still the same. Or if not even better, probably. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, no doubt. Oh, no doubt. Dog, my brother's taught me so much, dog. I learned so many things. Like here in Sill Beach in L.A. in California, right here in Orange County where I'm where I'm at, not far from where I'm at. I always, you know, we used to grew up driving that freeway, 405 freeway. There's a stretch of the 405 freeway. If you guys want to go on a map or Google, there's a stretch of the freeway that people don't realize. And I'm like, damn, I always wondered why this is so wide right here. Well, it was next to the Naval Air Base there in Seal Beach, California. And uh, I'm like, damn, what is this? My brother was like, you know why this is a six-lane highway just right here? It's only like six lanes for like two miles. And then it goes back. 
It's only that way in the whole state. I'm like, why the fuck is it so wide right there? Well, right next to it, all you see is dirt. Well, there's they're all bunkers full of nukes. And that six-lane freeway is a landing strip and a fucking runway to land and take off and get the goods right there at the Navy Air Base. So this shit is all strategic, man. Uh, yes, TJ. Uh, I think I told you that maybe if you didn't know that. But, yeah, that was all strategically put in place in the 1960s. That's where the 22 and the 405 freeway meet right at Seal Beach Boulevard, Bolsa Chica. Um, there's nukes right under the dirt right there. We pick them up and go. So, you know, we got a lot of things, man. Um, also, if you guys have ever seen the, sh the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio called Body of Lies, you guys should go watch that movie. Uh, actually, my brother's friend is who Leonardo DiCaprio plays the part as. He actually plays a good friend of my brother's um, who, who basically you don't even realize um, – those select few guys that go and get intel in these certain places, they basically do not have any type of attachment whatsoever, not even a social security number. So if they ever get caught and cracked, boom, cyanide, killed right on the spot. We kill them. We kill them ourselves. They sign a contract. They get a million dollars untaxed monies a year, and they don't have a wife, a kid, a mom, a dad. They have nothing. There's like 12 of these people that are fucking hand-supported. Elected, and these motherfuckers bury themselves in these different countries and become one of them. It's crazy. Learned a lot of shit, man. Having a brother in the Air Force for so long and another one in the in Marines. My dad was in the Army. My dad was too old. He was in the Korean War. He, he He's too old for Vietnam. He, missed, he was in the Korean War, though. But Body of Lies is a good flick, dog. Go watch that movie. That's a tr It's based on a true story, and my brother knew the guy he played. It's crazy because he looked just like a fucking Al-Qaeda and shit, and uh, we have a lot of those type of things. Um, oh, I know, Bailey. Uh, my brother can't tell me a lot of shit over the phone because he's so scared of being bugged and shit. It's crazy. It's crazy how that works. Um. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of shit out there, man, a lot of shit. Caleb Logan became a member. Appreciate you. Um, let, let me get to the, let's get to the, uh, my trivia question, man. I might bring in a guy to call, I might have to bring in somebody. Let me bring in somebody for the trivia question. I'll post it in the chat. Post it in the chat for all you guys. Um. Hell no. I ain't going to a fucking army. Um, let's get to... I haven't even done the contrary to belief. Did I? I didn't even do contrary to belief. Sight versus sight. These are just some things I want to make sure you guys don't fuck up. All you motherfuckers out there, TJ and all you guys, I know TJ is very smart. Just so you know, TJ was like a 4.0 student, by the way. But anyway, some of you motherfuckers, sense and sense. Sense that you smell and sense that you have. A lot of you motherfuckers don't have any sense. Um, TJ, I know you did not say the Jay Glazer Clinic. If you say the Jay Glazer Clinic ever again, I will spit out my fucking drink. 
A lot of you motherfuckers don't know how to type the difference between here and here. One of them is you what you do with your ears. The other one is what you do when you land somewhere and arrive. Stop texting me you're here at my house. H-E-A-R, motherfucker. You're not here. You are here. H-E-R-E, motherfucker. Stop fucking learning how to write. And please stop saying facts and spelling it. F-A-X. This is not facts or fiction. It's not spelled F-A-X. Please don't say that shit. Um, B-Mart, what up? You eating a fucking burrito? Nah, not right now. Um, you ready for the trivia question? Let's go. Let's do it, coach. Let's go. You got fucking 10 seconds. Bam. Nevada shares a mascot with what other school? And what's the name of the mascot? The Nevada, what are they, the, the Wolf Pack, right? There you go. NC State. Boom. Congratulations. Not fucking time, dog. That's easy <laughs> as fuck. That's the easiest fucking, easiest fucking question I could have asked. Um, no, TJ, that's not who the Glazer Clinic is. That's not Jay Glazer, the fucking Fox Sports guy. It's Glazer Clinic, G-L-A-Z-I-E-R, not Glazer, the guy that's the announcer. It's a total different Glazer. Um, it's like Glacier. Uh, good job. Hey, email me, email me, dog, your uh, your information. Um, I'll, I'll put it in the thing. Coach JB12 at Gmail. I'll put it in the thing. Email me your information, uh, full name and address, and I'll send you. Uh, what do you want? You want a hoodie, a book, or a poster? Um, I guess I, I mess with the the hoodie. I can wear that out. What size what you wear? Um, let me get a large. All right, put it in the put it in the email. All right, I got you. All right, brother, I appreciate you. You got to make it to FSU. You got to save us. Ah, shit. They're not ready for that, dog. They don't want me to come in there. We'll, we'll win it all in year one. We got Jermaine. We need you now. Ah, no doubt. All right, brother. I appreciate you. All right, coach. Kelly, what up? What up coach? What's going down? Uh, chilling. About to drive to my basketball game. <laughs> Where you at? I'm in Chicago. Cold as fuck. Okay. You coach? Yeah, coach basketball. High school? Nah, uh, middle school. Oh, okay. I'm trying to get to that high school level. You know, I'm still paying my dues. No, I hear that. That's right. Hey, dog, no, keep grinding, man. Not, all gas, no breaks. That shit, if it was easy, we'd all have a winning lotto number. I always say, like, you know, you stay in your lane. I think this is my lane, though, you know, middle school kids. I mean, I got a few kids in college. You know how you always talk about how you get them kids. Right. You know, you'd be bragging how you got them and to where they need to be and you know, I got a lot of them. Been doing it a while. So. Hey, I tell you, I teach you something real quick. It ain't bragging if it's true. That's it. Yep, yep. Facts, facts. No, I uh, never get to call in because I'm always working. I'm always coaching, so I never get to catch a live one. This is my first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt, no doubt. Um, you got a question? I do. Yeah, I do. Um, so like last night, I had a playoff game. You know, my team was first seed. We lost. Upset, we got upset. Like, how do you get them kids? Like, just in general, the mental. You know, you know, you always say practice. You win seven days out of the week, you're gonna win. 
I feel like we were winning seven days out of the week, but man, to see them nervous like that, man, they just we couldn't hit a shot last night. Telling you, so well, you know, basketball is different, man. Even though it's still all mental, we all know football, yeah. basketball, baseball, everything's ninety percent mental. But have they ever been put in that scenario before? Have you ever put them yeah. in that scenario? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been. I was putting them. I got them through the grinder, man. Practice. I had them. I had some of my uh, old high school kids come in, play against them. Oh, really? Um, like my former players, and they—they they actually we only lost. Yeah, like we did it like a real scrimmage. Yeah, they only lost by two. Huh. So like, I just last night. I mean, but you know, it was crazy because we, you know, Chicago, we had all the mandates and. Yeah. Yesterday was the first day they actually got to uh, play in front of a man. My gym, our gym was packed. Really. A lot of people, man. I could see it in their eyes though. With pregame, when we were talking. They were shaking in their boots. <laughs> nah, sometimes it happens like that, man. Sometimes you can't you can't coach experience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so nah. you got to just put them in the you know you got to put them in the scenarios, man, that you can possibly put them in in, in that in that deal. And then also you got to give them like what do you uh you know what are you what's your pregame like? What's your routine and what are you telling them? You know what are yeah. you what are you preaching to them or what are you doing to get them hyped up? I mean, it just all depends, man. And then. You know, get them to run through a wall. But at the same time, they're going to be nervous early on. You already know that. Now, how do they yep. recover? And so, it's yep. each, yeah. kid, each kid's own, man. Each scenario is different, man. You just got to know what's how to how to approach each scenario. So, um, But, yeah, I always appreciate, man. I always watch. So, what are you in now? Are you consolation or something? Uh, no, man. I, I got another team. I coach, like, four different teams. Oh, okay. So, I got, like, that was my, uh, that was my eighth grade team, uh, now I got my seventh grade team playing right now. Oh, okay. Well, hopefully you learn. You learn from last night. Now you go take that shit and apply <laughs> yeah. it, dog. Yeah, I appreciate it though, man. Always a real one, man. Nah, no doubt. Hey, be careful out there, man. I know it's cold. Yep. Thanks, man. All right, brother. I'll talk I'll talk to you later. Good luck. Later. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough deal, man. Each each situation's its own deal, man. It's different. It's different. Everything is different. Um, every sport is different. So, hey, I got a, uh, we're an hour and a half in already? Holy fuck, I did not know that. All right, so look, I got my top five, all right? I'm going to discuss my top five um, greatest groups and bands of all time and my top five best singers of all time. I think I'm very, very diverse with this so i want to make sure uh why what up why i'm gonna pull up i'm gonna put up my top five dead or alive favorite bands and groups all right now this is jb's top five dead or alive um nwa is my top group all right nwa is my top group of all time that's just my era what i grew up in uh and I'm being diverse, Wido. Jackson 5, dog. I'm older. Jackson 5 is right there with that. So that's number two. Yeah. Um, my number three is EPMD. See, EPMD is a big-time one, too. Temptations. A lot of you cats, you youngsters, don't know about the Temptations. And then a lot of you guys, I don't think a lot of you know about Hall & Oates. Hall & Oates were a bunch of white dudes. Everybody thought they were black. They thought they were black dudes. And uh, the motherfuckers could blow. 
talking about a rich girl. Yeah, you know, why though? How old are you? 28, but I got a diverse playlist, coach. Let me tell I you. I hear that. I hear that. Diana, what are you talking to? Who are you talking to, Diana? You send you guys sending dick pictures and shit? Hey, yo. What up, Wido? No much, coach. Need some spinners in there too. I like my OG spinners. I hear that. I hear that. I got a question. I, you know me. I, I was plotting my question before you popped the, tri- uh, the the top five. Uh, if I can just get the question off. I've heard you say that uh, you're not a guy to get sleep. You don't get sleep. You don't sleep. In those hours when you're up late, are you productive? Are you just kind of hanging out? Or, or is that the time where you really get shit done? Nah, that's when I get my shit done, man. Like everything I've ever done, like when I build shit, like from, from uh, shit from like... From building a resume to to uh, cover letters to creating an offense to creating letters for recruiting, whatever it may be, I've always done late nights in the middle middle of the night, late night, dog. I sit up and sip on something, um, whether it's hot, it could be hot cocoa, fucking hot chocolate, it could be whiskey. I don't know, but I've been doing this for my whole life like that, and so. I uh I used to stay up all night long, man, until the morning times. A lot of times, and and uh, and create a lot of things and have a lot of things done. And then, yeah, because sometimes you know. I felt like I was more most creative at like two a.m. Oh yeah, that's that's that's, that's like where it is for me. Alive. It's always it's always been for me. I've always I've always done my best work at night, like late. Damn, that's what she said too. That's what she said too. Huh? I just had to ask about that because I've yeah, never Yeah, no, that's a good sleep. question. Like, you always oh. ask good questions, dog. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Yeah, that's a, I've always created a lot of my my finest shit. Strength conditioning manuals, coaching manuals, like staff manuals, assistant coaches, uh like what your duties are. I've created all that shit late night, man. I'm just up, got music on, sitting there chilling, and I'll sit at the computer and fucking let it go, man, and then I, I sleep is overrated, dog. I really truly believe sleep is overrated. Motherfuckers, I know grown men. Um, I talked to one today. This motherfucker was sleep. It was like eleven in the morning. He don't even work. And I'm just like, God damn, homie, you forty fucking two years old. Like, there's gotta be each his own. You know what I'm saying? Each his own. I don't know what you do and how you survive, but each his own. But damn, dog, there's gotta be there's gotta be some fine balance in there. And and you got to have something that you got to do to to uh, fuck's honking. Uh, is that my house or your guys? Uh, you got to have something out there where you go and try to get you know fucking like what's what's your end all dog? You just could living in mama's house? Like I, I'm good. Like I shit. I I ain't been at home since I was fucking fifteen. I'm like dog. I, don't, I can never imagine that again. But yeah. Yeah, TJ, I'll tell you, I don't know sleep, man. I, you know, I used to hire coaches at Indy, and I would hire buddies that knew me, and they were like, the, the the assistants would would go talk to them, like, damn, JB's in here all the time. Why is he in here all the time? Yeah. And you know, my number one goal was as a coach to get in and don't leave. I always would, I always wanted to beat the head coach in the office, and I always wanted to leave after he left. I don't, I don't believe that happens anymore. Like, I don't believe coaches really strive for that no more. So when I brought TJ to Garden City with me, I used to tell him, I'm like, dog, I'm not leaving before Sims, and I'm trying to get there before Sims. And if that's 3 in the morning, 4 in the morning, 5 in the morning, whatever time that is, but that's just always how I've been. So, you know. Um, 
That's but, awesome, Coach. Nah. Hey, man, I hope you had a good weekend, dog. Be safe out there. I got a fantasy question, Coach. I feel like the chat might like this. If you can get unlimited money as JB, go do what you want. You can leave us alone. Or if you can get a head coaching job anywhere, any school with an unlimited budget, which one are you taking? Uh, probably the coaching job, man. I, I don't know, though. You know what I mean? Right now, I don't have a coaching vibe right now but but if that were to be presented i mean if i can if i sense and you know the key component in that whole thing was uh coaching so basically i know i could have kids with me so i could teach i can coach kids again and go get kids and help them out that's all i cared about money don't mean shit um you know you're gonna make the money and all but but actually having uh impact impact and having being able to help kids yeah that's that that would be more than just making a bunch of money off my name and sitting around doing nothing um yeah but you know um you know um bailey said need to get that sleep build those muscles eight a night see eight hours at sleep to me is a waste of time like if you add up eight hours a night sleeping and you add it up and you do it throughout your life you've wasted years of your life like i've always slept and I still to this day I'm I'm three to four hours sleep, dog. Like I try to knock out and be out, and I try to get three four hours in. I, eight hours to me, dog, is like that's fucking a quarter of the day. Like there's no yeah. way I'm gonna sleep for eight hours, dog. There's just no fucking way. You know there's a good there's a good article on sleep, uh, Bailey. You should read. You should go get Arnold Schwarzenegger's book. Arnold Schwarzenegger has a book out there. I don't know. He might have several books now, but he has a book out there. He talks about sleeping, and he talks about eight hours of sleep is is the biggest waste of time that you can actually um, commit. You can. It's the worst waste of time in your in the human world in the life that we live. So, um, I don't know. Are you a coffee guy, Coach? Yeah. But, you know, I started coffee, man, late in life. I, I never liked coffee because my dad used to drink it straight up OG fucking black, straight black coffee. So I, I grew up, he used to let me try it. And when I was young, I was like, oh, hell no, I'll never have it. So I, I went for a long time. Never, I never drank it in college. I never drank it in the pros. I never drank it playing. And then later on, I didn't start drinking coffee until I think I was probably 32, 33. So I'm 46 now. Um so basically, I haven't been drinking coffee that much. So yeah, I love coffee though. I never had a sip. Maybe I'll try it when I'm a little. Oh bit yeah, old. you gotta have, you gotta make it the right way. You gotta have it the right way. You gotta figure out how to do it. You know what I mean? Yep. yep. So. Well, I don't want to take too much time, Coach. I always. All right, well, I don't appreciate. It. Have a good weekend, dog. Ready. All right, bro. Joe, what up? Oh, hey, what's up, man? I'm just sitting here in the living room, chilling, chilling. I got about 11 hours of sleep last night. 11 I hours. Fest yesterday. Um, just want to say hello. I want to say uh, Friday is the best. And uh, oh, I got to get my phone. My question to you, Coach, is uh, you're a, you get an NFL coaching job as a position coach. What position would you coach if you got the gig? And that's all my, that's all I have for today. Uh, I appreciate you. Uh, man, I would uh, – hold up, Gabe. Gabe, God, he's in the house. I would coach quarterbacks. Um, I'd coach quarterbacks and, uh, because I know it the best, obviously. Plus I just think that, um, I just think that, you know, I could, I can, I can have a, uh, 
I could have an impact on the single most important position on the football field. So um, that's why I would coach that position. Probably that's the alpha male in me, man, I guess, saying that that's what I would want to coach, I guess. So, um, but yeah, quarterbacks would be it, no doubt. I'll try to save a cat like fucking Jamar Jackson and uh, trying to get Lamar Jackson right and shit like that. Um, Gabe, hold on one second. Uh, Caleb, what up? What's up, Coach? How you doing? I'm chilling, man. Chilling. How are you? I'm good. I got a question. It's a it's a about the show. Yeah. Uh, uh, there was one scene with Coach Diaz and Malik. Uh, you told uh, Coach Diaz to go uh, talk to Malik, and they went to the janitor, uh, some janitor closet. And he came back out, and he's like, yeah, I motherfucked him, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, okay. But he didn't motherfuck him. He, he, he whispered sweet nothings to him. Did you ever hear about that? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he reported back to you. I motherfucked him. I told oh, you really? It was on the show? Him. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, it makes sense. I'm sure he, I, I don't think he ever motherfucked him. Uh, he was scared of Malik. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but he reported back to you. I was like, oh, damn, I wonder if Coach ever... Uh, yeah, nah, but you know, this is the thing about it. Like that that particular scenario, I didn't really need to know about because I already knew I was firing him for other reasons, and I already knew the totality of it all, and I knew the bigger picture was, I knew what he was. So it's like, and you know, the thing about it, a lot of people don't know. I did, I did Frank a favor, man. I, I did a, actually did a favor for a buddy of mine who Frank worked for, and he asked me about him and and if I if I would bring him to Kansas. He needed the exposure. He needed to be in a real environment. And I said, sure. And so I brought him because I, I always coached a quarterback. So I ran the offense. I coached the QB. So I just really needed a guy to be around him. Basically class check him, learn how to fucking recruit, learn how to not manage the best players in America that I'm going to bring in. And you'll learn how to do certain things. Well, uh, you know, yeah, Alan's in here. I'm sure Alan can tell you about coach Diaz but but the end of the day um you know I was just like fuck he can't do anything if you can't manage and walk make sure he's in class then there's no way you're gonna be able to coach him for me if I really need you to but that's just kind of how that works man so I kind of knew where I was headed anyway so I said uh fuck it but I it it makes total sense because you know anytime you have a free opportunity even though you're not making money but you got room and board and get to coach the greatest coaches in America get to learn how to recruit from the best and be around every division one coach in America if I was that age I'd be jumping all over it instead nowadays generation we got a bitch and moan that we're not making money and we're away from home and da 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 well I didn't force you motherfucker to come here I I offered you a spot and you took it and I explained it clear as day what the fucking job would be. But that's just how it was, man. Um, but I appreciate you, brother. Yes, sir. I always want to show you. Thank oh, you, I appreciate you, man. Gotta Gabe got he's gotta in the house. Me. He does the same shit. Hey, yeah, hopefully it will be in liquor Texas stores shout-out. all over the country soon, man. Yes, sir. Fort Worth, Texas. Shout out. Can't wait till you move down here. Fort Worth. Ah, I appreciate you, brother. All right, man. Take it easy. All right, bro. Peace. Gabe, what up? What up? What's good with you? Man, chilling, man. You see my top five dead or alive right here? Yeah, I was just checking that out. All right, here we go. What about my singer? Let me talk about my singers real quick. I got Whitney Houston, dog. I think she's got the best voice of all time. I got Tina Marie. A lot of you cats, I don't even know if you know who Tina Marie is. A lot of people in this chat probably don't know who Tina Marie is. They don't Um, know. 
They don't know. Tina Marie was a white girl that was bad, and everyone thought she was a sister. Um, I tell you my, my background. You know who that is. Oh, I got Billy. Michael Jackson. I got Aretha, and I got Billie Holiday. There's Billy right behind me. Billy Holiday right there. That's my number fifth on my board right there behind Gabe. Um, Billy's a great one. Just so you know, a lot of cats don't know who Billy Holiday even is. So he was a real one. Man, people don't realize. Um, what up, dog? What you got going? Not much. Just working. It's been crazy, man. Everything this COVID shit's pretty much over. So is it? It's back to grind. We got we got a little spoiled with the, with COVID, and you know what I mean. Yeah, no doubt. But now it's especially out here in Cali. It's kind of back to back to business. I know. God, fucking traffic's back. It's been back for a minute. Yeah, so I missed uh, Work Boot Wednesday. I saw a little bit of it, and I missed Thursday, Thursday and all that. But I wanted to ask you, you probably already touched on this. That Remember the other night you posted something? It was in basketball, and it was kind of like a fight. Uh, it was uh, one of the coaches like kind of slapped. Yeah, Jawan Howard, Michigan. Yeah, like what the fuck is everybody getting in an uproar? They, that, sus- that, they suspended him five games. What? We're missing that, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know, dog. It was a, that's a good question. I mean, it's, I, I don't know. It's fucking soft, man. We're so soft. The bottom line is that dude that he slapped basically he smushed his face. He didn't even touch him, really. Yeah, it wasn't a punch. He uh, he basically uh, whispered some shit in in, in Jawan's ear that nobody really knows. So that's why he hit that dude and. Uh, you know, went after that guy, but the head coach grabbed Jawan in the in the line. So regardless, Jawan wasn't stopping. He said something to him. He said, "I remember the timeout, and I'll keep it pushing." You grab me. So once you grab me, dog, you 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 grabbing a grown man, in my opinion, like you grabbing me, dog, like that. We got a problem. So. Yeah. I don't know. That's just my personal uh, my personal deal. Hey, okay, give me one second. We're hour 45 in. Hey, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, I appreciate you guys joining in and listening to Fearless Friday here. I'll be back Monday, better than ever. Merciless Monday, 2 p.m. Pacific here on YouTube Live. Spotify, Apple, iTunes, I appreciate you guys. I'll holler at you on Monday. Have a good weekend. Don't be fuck sick, shitbirds, and try to be a slap dick. Peace. Transform you in the I hate a storm, hell Mary's, I make it poor. Good I ain't lying, you little giants. We be-